To be real honest, everybody wins, not only the people who are closing the accounts, but also the customers themselves. Because I don't know about you, but I don't enjoy getting sales calls about uh, products and or services that I'm really not interested in, nor would I ever be interested in. And it's that kind of pre-research, right, that uh, that I think will help everybody out. That's Hank Weghorst, the Chief Technology Officer at Avention. In today's episode, we discuss an all-too-familiar topic for our listeners, account-based and data-driven marketing. We discuss how Hank and Avention have come to adopt ABM as a practice and methodology, and what that means for customers and marketing teams alike. But first, I asked Hank to tell us just a little bit more about his background and Avention. I'm a, well, my background personally, I'm a serial entrepreneur, been around forever, um, and uh, came up, grew up through the ranks of the VC-funded companies. So I've always been on the B2B side always on the enterprise side, dealing mostly with sales and marketing and sales and marketing tools. Uh, to date myself, I, I take that uh, track record all the way back into the 80s. Uh, current company, Avention, uh, is uh, a B2B data company uh, and with also technology and solutions for both sales and marketing. Perfect, perfect. We'll, we'll get to the data aspect here in a second. But uh, I want to talk first off sort of the big topic in B2B sales and marketing today, obviously account-based marketing. Uh, arguably, you know, the sales teams out there have been doing account-based selling uh, as far back as far back as sales teams have been doing selling. Uh, but uh, obviously account-based marketing is on the rise. Uh, is this a part, Hank, of your current marketing strategy at Avention? How do you guys sort of classify uh, the movement of account-based marketing? Yeah, it, it, it certainly is. Um, and as you mentioned, uh, account-based mar- account marketing as a concept has been around for forever, right? Sold as dirt, <laughs> which is the concept of, of identifying an account and then and then trying to sell to it. I think what's changed is the ability to do that at scale, right? So uh, there's some automation techniques and some best practices that have emerged that uh, allow us to take it sort of to the next level. For sure. In terms of, uh, you know, from a technology uh, perspective, obviously, as a chief technology officer, uh, how how has the technology sort of evolved and allowed, as you mentioned, account-based marketing to properly scale uh, for a lot of companies out there? Well, our, our particular uh, view of it, and, and mine uh, in particular on top of that, is a data-centric view. Uh, again, if you're dealing with this in small quantities, uh, it is possible to to do it on your own, to do it manually, to do the research and find the information to target the correct accounts. As soon as you start doing it at scale, and by scale, I mean it could be as little as, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 accounts. Mm-hmm. But we have customers that do it up to thousands of accounts, if not hundreds of thousands of accounts are trying to target. You have to have automated techniques and you have to have the data behind it to drive those techniques. Yeah, for sure. And what what exactly, uh, Hank, what is that, just having the data behind it, what, what does that sort of mean to you? The basic premise of account-based marketing, right, is that you're choosing and prioritizing accounts that you want to go deeper into, the, the, the proverbial flipping of the funnel. And in the selection of those accounts, what you're trying to do is prioritize them to drive uh, maximum revenue out of the uh, money spend that you're spending on, on those accounts. So you could either spend money across the board equally to a bunch of accounts you don't know whether they're going to respond or not, or you could prioritize those accounts and spend more money on the ones that you think are going to respond uh, successfully. So account-based marketing is all about the selection of those accounts that you that you believe are going to respond and then putting your time, effort, and resources into those select few. And the selection of those few, uh, again, is a data-centric exercise. Uh, it could be 
information or data that you have internally already, uh, existing customers, how much did they spend, what's their buying pattern, those kind of things. But it could also be external information. Are they, uh, are they credit healthy? Are they growing? Are they uh, in the industry and in the uh, particular areas that uh, you're interested in that would indicate potential good buyers? So it's all about prioritization. Uh, and selective uh, uh, selective targeting. Is it the IP address, you know, and going after them specifically, is that an important piece of technology that you guys help with in invention or? Yeah, there's there's kind of two two areas of interest in ABM and, and we take a, a broader view of it, which is the, the account selection and then subsequent filling of those accounts with the correct content uh, and contacts that you're going after is going to be deployed in one of two methods, right? One is it's either going to be used for marketing, and that could include digital marketing like what you're alluding to, or it could be directly feeding sales that information so that they're more informed when they contact the account themselves, if that makes sense. So the information that we're bringing to the table can help drive automatic techniques like digital, uh, or it could help uh, in manual techniques like just informing the salesperson of the background and the current states of the companies and these kind of things as they make the uh, as they make the actual sales calls themselves so we we uh, we include both sales and marketing in the support uh, uh, on the back end of the abm process got it and i want to get to that in one second hank but first i'm curious how uh, obviously you know you just mentioned you know the digital aspect of marketing um, i'm curious because like, i feel like from the conversations i've had probably in the past couple months i'm hearing more and more about non-digital attempts at account-based marketing so for example you know sending uh, stuff in the mail uh, to your potential customers that uh, might they might find interesting i talked to who is it inside squared a couple a couple weeks ago and they were saying that they are sending you know cups to the sales department of companies that they're trying to target and that way when they reach out from a marketing perspective they've been seeing their company's logo you know around the office and uh, it's a much more familiar conversation as opposed to you know cold outreach is is sort of this non digital creative direct outreach something that you think will continue with account-based marketing or is that sort of a trend right now no, no, absolutely. It's uh, well, they say deja vu all over again, right? I mean, uh, direct mail marketing used to be the method uh, of, of attacking uh, uh, customers, right? Uh, and then we moved to, and it, it fell out of favor, obviously, uh, due to costs and certain regulations. If, if you remember back to the uh, direct mail scares that happened in the 80s, right? Then we went to email-based marketing because that was the greatest thing. And then, of course, the spam filters and these kind of things were invented, which made that harder to do. Uh, then we went to social marketing, right? Which... Uh, had promise in the beginning, but has leveled off here recently. So all of those techniques, I think, are very, very valid, none of which are the sort of the, 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 the golden uh, uh, spear, if you will, that will take care of it. But I think all of those are valid, and all of those need uh, knowledge of the customer that you're trying to market to in order to uh, uh, use effectively, right? Whether, to your point, whether uh, uh, the message is created for any of those techniques, it needs to be targeted for the account. And that's what account-based marketing is really all about. Absolutely. And Hank, uh, how does this conversation, you know, how in the context of sales and marketing, how important is that alignment in order to have a successful account-based marketing campaign? Well, alignment uh, is, is really the key word all the way through, right? You have to uh, align your your data or information uh, with your processes so you choose the correct accounts to target. Uh, you have to then align the insights that you gain from that process to your marketing processes so that you're creating the correct content uh, and responding correctly as uh, as your online uh, uh, and uh, other, as we've mentioned, non-online processes are being marketed. And then uh, last but not least, you have to uh, align 
aligned sales to this as well, right? They have to be aware of these accounts that you're targeted. They have to be, uh, they have to have access to the same information the marketers do. And it's only when sort of align all of that uh, where you have the successful uh, ABM techniques. And again, as we mentioned earlier, it's all about doing that at scale. As someone who has worked for you know a number of different startups, how would you say, Hank, that most companies out there, uh, this might not necessarily be from direct experience, but maybe from other folks that you've heard to or talked to, uh, do most companies have a fairly well-aligned sales and marketing team, or is it you know something that is a work in progress as account-based marketing is becoming more and more popular? Yeah, I think it's definitely a work in progress, right? Uh, I, I don't think I've ever worked at a place nor heard of anybody who worked at a place where they thought those teams were working beautifully together, right? <laughs> uh, I think, I, although that would obviously be the goal, um, you always hear of sales needing more leads, and right, and marketing saying that sales isn't using the leads that they're giving them. I think account-based marketing is a way to short-circuit some of those uh, problems, right? Because if sales and marketing agree on the accounts that are being targeted, uh, and then it's marketing's job uh, basically to lay the air cover and to create the messages for those particular accounts, and then sales' job to execute on the uh, on the actual transaction itself. Uh, ABM is an opportunity to align, and, and I think uh, smart uh, CMOs and VPs of sales will get together and, and realize that. And what part does technology play in that alignment? I mean, is, is technology more important than, you know, verbally communicating what you're going to be doing strategically? Or uh, how would you, I guess, classify technology fitting into that overall alignment? Yeah, technology is an, is an enabler, right? I mean, it's it's if you don't have the religion before you go down this path, technology is is really not going to help you too much. So you you really you really do need to understand what it is you're trying to accomplish and have everybody on the same page. Uh, if you do that, then technology is absolutely necessary. Back to the message of it of you needing it for scale. Uh, if you need to do this at volume, there, there, there's really only two ways to do it. One is you hire more people, more resources to deploy these uh, at scale campaigns. Or two is you use technology to automate it. And of course, most companies are using technology to try to automate the processes. Absolutely, absolutely. And do you guys, uh, do you have any, I know we use Salesforce to sort of automate that process as best we can. Do you have any recommendations? Do you guys do something that you think is particularly helpful? Well, I, of course, we do use the CRM system, Salesforce, uh, in-house, right, to uh, to collect and organize all that information. Uh, but more and off, uh, more uh, um, in, along the lines of what uh, you know, what we offer is that uh, we do use our own data to target our own customers, right? And uh, and the more you do that, I think the 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 better you can build the focus on the top of the pyramid is 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 the bottom line, right? You want to spend more money, more time, more effort on those accounts that are more likely to. To, uh, be successful. And to be real honest, everybody wins, not only the people who are closing the accounts, but also the customers themselves. Because I don't know about you, but I don't enjoy getting sales calls about uh, products and or services that I'm really not interested in, nor would I ever be interested in. And it's that kind of pre-research, right, that, uh, that I think will help everybody out. Absolutely. And, you know, just sort of going off of that, I think uh, the idea of ABM is so exciting for me as a marketer because, you know, with ABM, you really can be efficient and target and, you know, you're really reaching out to folks who can really benefit from your product. So it, it makes that conversation easier to have. So uh, I think that's such a great point. Well, Hank, uh, second to last question here, what would you say is sort of the biggest challenge facing marketers today? Is it really trying to figure out, you know, how they're going to work with their sales team? Is it trying to figure out how to use the data? Is it trying to figure out how to implement ABM, what would uh, what would you say sort of the number one today? 
I think the number one problem is is regaining the steering wheel on the lead on the lead <laughs> prospecting process. What's happened through the years, and I think it's well known now, is that customers themselves are doing more and more of their own research up front in the sales cycle and not contacting the companies until late in the sales cycle. In fact, a lot of customers have already made up their mind by the time the a company even knows that they're interested in their products, right? So uh, understanding that, trying to contact the customer earlier in the sales cycle and take take a better control of that process, I think, is the toughest thing uh, uh, in front of us. And, uh, and there's, there's methodologies to, to do it, but, uh, but I think that's what's driving most marketers nuts today. If you could give a real quick answer uh, as to sort of the solution to, uh, to that challenge, what would your uh, recommendation to our listeners be here? Yeah, well, I, I'm going to go back to the the concept, uh, back to the original concept of really, truly knowing your customer, right? Not just who they are and what their telephone number is, but but uh, uh, how big are they? Are they growing? Where do they? What's their important things? Are they opening offices? Have they had executive changes recently? Uh, are they going through legal proceedings? Uh, it could be any of those things that create the discontinuities that create the opportunity for the marketer and then yeah. eventually for the sales guy. And the more you know about your customer, the more you know your customer. Uh, the better off you'll be in in uh, engaging with them. Absolutely, and that sort of goes full circle back into the importance of that data that you have, and you know the view that you have of uh, that customer. So, how can our listeners find out more about you and about Avention? Well, Avention is uh, on the web, obviously www.avention.com, and they can reach me through that, or they can always reach me on Twitter at, at Hank Weghorst. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Hank, for joining me today. Great episode, and I really appreciate your insight and time. I appreciate it as well. Thank you very much. Of course. To find out more about B2B Nation's Marketing Edition, check us out on SoundCloud, iTunes, or Twitter. Give us a shout and let us know your thoughts on today's episode or any ideas for future episodes. Thanks for listening.